Uh, good morning. Welcome into the Wealth Guardians radio show. It's a wonderful weekend, and we're glad you're spending some of it with us. Hey, Bryce, how you doing? Doug, I am doing well. How are you? I'm good, and welcome back from vacation. You went to Colorado. I am glad to be back on terra firma here in North Carolina. Uh, I do not like flying. I know you do, but I do not like <laughs> not, flying. Not commercial. I don't like commercial. No <laughs> but, way. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Doug, you are a pilot yourself, or we're a pilot yourself. Um, so maybe if you're in control, you like it. But uh, I don't care for flying. So, uh, yeah, went out to Colorado. The, uh, I guess, technically, fiancé and I were checking out wedding venues out there and spending some time with uh uh, mom and the uh, stepdad and the brother out there and uh, found a, a wedding venue at 9,000 feet elevation oh, that'll, wow. that'll work just fine for us. Though are you uh, giving out oxygen masks? We, we, we will be <laughs> actually, uh, because we are not spring chickens, some of our relatives are even less springier than us. We will be bringing some of those oxygen canisters out there just in case her dad, who has asthma and who's going to be doing the ceremony, might need to uh, take a shot or two here and there. They sell those in even just the CVSs out there now. They're like two bucks for a can of oxygen. Wow. Um, so we'll have those on hand. But found a beautiful place, and we're excited for it. And it's going to be, uh, uh, it looks like the wedding date will be July 19th of next year. So that gives uh, Belle still just over a year to back out and come to her senses. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, happy to be back here in North Carolina. Like I said, don't like flying. I take one of those uh, clazepans uh, about half an hour before I fly, and uh, my head was firmly down on the tray table before we, uh, right as the wheels took well, off. Look at it this way: the, at the rate they've been canceling flights, you guys are lucky you made it out and back. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> That's uh, we had no issues traveling whatsoever this time around, and no no idiots on the plane or whatnot causing a a ruckus or what and it was very peaceful flying so happy to do it but uh speaking of of all of that with uh, the the ruckuses and whatnot uh, sometimes people out there have to put on a uniform doug to keep our country safe and sane and uh, free from those um instigators on foreign land so uh, as always we want to give a shout out to those folks who uh, put on the uniform and their families thank you uh, whether it's the army the air force the navy the marines the coast guard whatever it be the police the firemen thank you for doing what you do for our country you are always in our thoughts here uh, at the wealth guardians and doug thank you for your service as well in the navy back uh, during uh, what was it the 80s right my honor and pleasure all right, very good. Uh, we've got a, a good show here. It's our 4th of July show, so we are going to be talking. Uh, we're going to have some extra trivia questions around the 4th of July coming up here. But our topic today, Doug, is uh, understanding the three worlds of money. And when you really boil it down, there's, there's really only three places where you can invest your money. And we're going to talk about the role that each of those worlds plays in a good financial plan. So the three worlds are the banking world, the insurance world, and the Wall Street world. The banking world, the insurance world, and the Wall Street world. Let's start off with the banking world. We'll start off simple. Well, let me say this first about the, the three separations. Okay. You know, people, uh, I think now, are probably more confused than ever at what the difference is. You know, when I first got the business, it was pretty well defined what a bank did, what a brokerage firm did, and what an insurance firm did. That's a very those, good point. Those paths didn't cross over. That is true. And, and it was shortly after I got in the business where things started to blend together. The yes. banks started buying out brokerage firms. Brokerage firms bought insurance firms. So it's a big smorgasbord now. Yep. And, you know, our firm, we 
can do just about anything. Yeah. What we don't do is property and casualty insurance, but you know we could do that. There's no law says we can't. So no wonder people are confused. But banks obviously are banks. That's what most people are familiar with. I think that's where most people keep most of their money. Uh, great for savings. Great for checking. Uh, getting a loan. Great for that. Um, some of them have gotten really strong into brokerage firms. You know, many of them bought some of the name brand firms out. Right now, Bank of America owns Merrill Lynch. Right. You know, so it's kind of a, a, a blended mess. Now, on the brokerage side, you know, a lot of people have their money on, with the big, what we call wirehouses. That okay. was the Merrill Lynch's. That's the Morgan Stanley's, Goldman Sachs, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, those folks, for the most part, have pretty much done a lot of the same that they've always been used to. That's the brokerage of stocks and bonds and so forth. But many of them have ventured out into other products. You know, they have demand accounts now. They sell CDs, that kind of stuff. They even sell insurance. Yeah, we'll get into the Wall Street world in uh, in a minute here, but you're absolutely right. I think you make a great starting point is that it used to be very clearly defined. When you went into a bank, you were taking no risk. Whatever you put your money in there, you, it, whether it was a CD or a money market or a savings account, you were taking no risk. And now, and I have worked at a bank and worked as an advisor there, and most banks that you walk into today will have the non-FDIC part of the bank somewhere there in the bank where it's easy for people to get confused about, hey, if I'm putting my money here, I know I'm standing in a bank, but this is not truly the bank section of the bank. So that's a great point you bring up there, Doug. And so what are the best uses in the banking world? What are the best uses of the bank? You know what? Uh, We're running out of time on this segment. Let's take that up on the second segment when we come back. I want to mention first on our website, if you go to thewealthguardians.com, click on the events tab we've got the rest of the year i mean this is it the first half of the year believe it or not is over how about that so our events coming up for the second half are there and i want to draw your attention to them we got a lot of good ones in um, september 30th that's a thursday night we do taxes in retirement at 6 30 that would be right in uh, the broy hill in clemens then also we'll do that follow up on tuesday night october the 5th taxes in retirement And uh, some of the things you'll learn about is tax planning, how to minimize in retirement your taxes, uh, what the SECURE Act brought and changed for you. We'll talk about three tax uh, tips for small business owners. And there's some retirement income planning that are evolving around taxes. And as we get them, we will update you on the Biden administration's uh, tax plans, whatever you want to call it. Now, can somebody already register for those on our website? They absolutely can. Just go on there, click on the event you want to, and the button will pop up to register, and you just register. And that's thewealthguardians.com, but they could also register by calling us at 336-391-3409 as well. So we've we've got that seminar taken care of in September. And I think you told me we have a lot of um, Fourth of July type trivia questions. Do we have enough time to? I, I think we can. I, I don't think quite yet. But let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and talk more about the banks first. Okay. Here for a minute. So when we're talking about the three the three types of investment worlds out there, where you can put your money, the banking world, the insurance world, and the Wall Street world. Start off simply with the banking world for a moment. This is probably the easiest one to get through. What are the uses? What are the best uses 
of this world, the banking world, Doug? Well, you know, to me, obviously, uh, a place to store cash, uh, you know, that's your checking account, savings accounts, get loans. In this category, I think you can even put credit unions in that category, too. Absolutely. Uh, I know we refinanced our house through a credit union, did a great job for us. Do you want to tell people what the difference between a bank and a credit union is, the main difference? Well, the main difference is banks are uh, controlled by uh, the feds, uh, the FDIC. And credit unions don't have the FDI sticker, but they're part of the credit union association. Well, banks are for profit, and credit unions are nonprofits. True, that's so a big difference that, too. To, to me, as a as a layperson out there, that would be: Do I want to take my money to somewhere where it's a for profit business, or some, there's there's pros and cons to each? But that's the main difference in there. So I would say that the main use for your bank would be not putting more money in there than you are going to reasonably need in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. And it let's if we, if we know that there's a certain amount of money that we have that we won't reasonably need in the next couple of months, let's go ahead and invest that or do something else with it besides having it sit in a bank where it's not keeping up with inflation. Our whole point here as financial planners is trying to do the best things for your money with taking as little risk as possible. And there's a balance between that. And we do see a lot of people who come to us who have a lot more money in the bank than they need. They might only, after six months, might only need $30,000, but they've got $200,000 in the bank and have had it there for a long time. Other people come to us who have no money in the bank. They want to invest it all, and there's a balance that you have to strike there. Very much so. So that's the best use of the banking world. So we're going to talk in our second segment about the other two worlds, the insurance world and the Wall Street world. Now, as Doug said about our upcoming uh, shows, our upcoming seminars, not shows, if you want to register, thewealthguardians.com, or you can visit us, uh, you can give us a call at 336-391-3409, 336-391-3409. Now, it, it started occurring to me, Doug, as we go into our trivia question here, it was right about a year ago that we started doing these trivia questions, because the 4th of July was one of the first ones that I did. And so I was looking up what trivia question can I ask for 4th of July, and I actually came across the question that I had asked last year. And uh, we're not going to go back to that. But I was going to say I don't remember it anyway. Oh, you, you knew the answer, though. <laughs> so this I found a really good trivia question, though. And then we're going to do this kind of like fireworks, where we, uh, we have a bunch of little ones at the end when we come back. So our question is, while we celebrate the 4th of July as our nation's day of independence, what country celebrates the 4th of July is their day of independence from us? Mm, okay, that's a good one. I had no idea. That's a good one. I had no idea that somebody out there was celebrating their independence from the United States, but it is true. There is a country out there that does that. And so, folks, we got to go to a break here for just a couple of minutes. Stick around. We're going to get you the answer to that because I think we stumped Doug this time. We don't mm. always stump him. And then we're going to have a bunch of little trivia questions, kind of like the, the fireworks grand finale there. So stick around. We will be back on the other side of the break with that answer. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians radio show. This is Bryce Payne in the producer's chair and Doug Ray is sitting next to me in the talent chair. And folks, thank you for sticking around through the break. I want to ask you a question out there. If you are five to seven years from retirement, do you want to confirm that you're making the best decisions for retirement? I'm guessing that you just answered yes. Well, then I've got good news for you because we offer a no cost, that's key, a no obligation, 
that's key, second opinion of your retirement portfolio, and we can make some recommendations so you can see how you can retire the job while keeping the paycheck. That sounds like a winning proposition all across the board, and we want to help you do that. Whether you've got an advisor and you want to just get a second opinion, or you've never had an advisor and you want to get started before retiring, we'll help you out. All you got to do is one of two things. You either pick up the phone and give us a call at 336 336- 391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Or you can visit us at our website, thewealthguardians.com. We'd love to sit down with you and see what help and services we can provide in planning for your retirement. Now, speaking of thewealthguardians.com, I want to jump into our weekly website highlight here before we get to all those trivia questions, those 4th of July celebratory trivia questions we've got. I want you to go to our website, thewealthguardians.com, and go to our homepage. And in the top right are some tabs. I want you to scroll over the Media Center tab and then click on Video Library. There are several videos on there of Doug speaking about various topics, his background, our philosophies in retirement planning, what it is we do, how we do it, why we do it. Uh, Some of the videos out there uh, include topics such as uh, how we got into the retirement planning business in the first place, Doug's greatest fear, which unlike mine is not flying, the importance of annual reviews. There's a number of videos on there. Each one's just a couple of minutes long. There's no real time commitments to watching these. This is really, in my opinion, the best way to get a sense of the Wealth Guardians, what we're about, what we do. And you can decide from watching those if we would be a good match for you in uh, assisting you in your retirement planning needs. So again, it's thewealthguardians.com. Go to our homepage, uh, scroll over the Media Center tab, and click on Video Library. Everything right there for you. All right, so let's get back to our trivia question. While we celebrate the 4th of July as our nation's day of independence, Doug, what country celebrates the 4th of July as their day of independence from the United States? Oh my goodness. I have no idea. You got to take a guess. I don't even know what to guess. (laughs) All right. Well, then we officially stumped you. It is the Philippines. Really? The Philippines gained their sovereignty from the United States on July 4th, 1946, with the signing of the Treaty of Man... I'm going to say this right. Manila. Manila. It's Manila. Manila. Yeah, but it looks like Manila. So, yeah, I had no idea about that until I looked this up. I got to look up some of these trivia questions. I know I come across as this genius. I know all these facts, but no, I got to look them up. So here's some other fun, uh, some fun trivia around this. Doug, picture our flag. You got the red and white stripes, and you got the blue section up there in the upper left. What is that blue section called? It has a name. I know, and I used to know it, too. Oh, my goodness. Anybody out there, do you know the name of the blue section of our flag? It is called, and this makes perfect sense, it's called the Union. Okay, yeah. Because that's where all the the original 13 colonies and now the states are up there uh, reflected in that. So that's the Union. Now, we know that Thomas Jefferson and John Adams both passed away on July 4th, some years later after 1776, and then later, years later, Monroe also passed away on that day. What president was born on July 4th? That was Calvin Coolidge in 1872, was born, so about 100 years later. There are currently roughly 330 million U.S. citizens today. How many U.S. citizens were there in 1776 in the 13 colonies? (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, I don't know that yeah, one. Oh, you got to take a guess. Come on, give me a number. Uh, 1.2 million. Not not too far off. 2.5 million. Okay. So you were exactly half. You, were, <laughs> you weren't considering the upper northern uh, uh, ones. Yeah, so you were just considering the southern half. That's, that's, a, that's a very good guess, though. I probably would have been a lot further off than this. Now, I know you know this one. And this out of all the trivia questions we're asking here today, this is the one probably most people know. Benjamin Franklin advocated for not the bald eagle to be our nation's bird, but for another bird to be our nation's bird. Didn't like the bald eagle. He said it was too aggressive. Uh, it didn't have a good personality. What bird was he uh, promoting? I think it was a turkey, wasn't That's it? That's right. It was yeah. the wild turkey was what he was promoting. He said it was a smarter bird and had a better personality. Uh, I'm not sure that time has stood still. His, uh Born that out to be true or not? I, I I will always go with the eagle on that oh, one. Oh yeah! <laughs> so folks out there was our grand uh, our grand finale, like the fireworks of our uh, trivia questions. There now we're going to get back to our segment, and we were talking about understanding the three worlds of money, and uh, we we're talking about the banking world, the insurance world, and the Wall Street world. And in the first segment, we talked about the banking world and what are the best uses of that, what are the pros and cons, et cetera. So, Doug, now let's move into the insurance world. Yeah, it's a good good place to, to move into. Insurance can be somewhat uh, complicated for a lot, of, a lot of folks because there are so many facets of, of insurance. Under an insurance company's umbrella, if you will, it's product array, people think of life insurance. Or maybe they think of their automobile insurance or their homeowner's right. insurance. But insurance companies also have annuities. They also have uh, life insurance policies that are designed for a whole lot of different things. There's cash value type policies. There's term policies. They have multiple annuities. You can get an annuity that looks just like a pension. You can get an annuity that has mutual funds in it. You can get an annuity that... uh, grows uh, with the market upside but none of the downside and you can get an annuity that looks just like a cd now it's interesting that you, you remember when we were talking about banks in the first segment you said banks used to be very cut and dry about when you went into a bank you knew what you got and they've kind of morphed over the years and blended together that's how insurance products have become over the years too is there is now long-term care coverage that you can buy that is built around an annuity chassis or one that's built around a whole life chassis Mm -hmm. so they have what used to be a very this is a life insurance policy or this is a long-term care policy or this is a fixed annuity now they blend all of those things together where it's hard to almost tell a uh, life insurance policy from a long-term care policy. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, one of the things insurance companies have been known for is their safety. And and they still are. Uh, they're very safe. You don't ever hear of insurance companies going out of business. Uh, yes, there have been a few over the years, but uh, it doesn't happen that often. And, um, you know, they, they still maintain that uh, uh, demarcation between safety and risk. In fact, uh, most insurance companies have to have a reserve equal to or more than what they take in. So in other words, for every dollar you deposit there, they have a a, a dollar Mm -hmm. plus. Right. In right. reserve, so they're well, safe. One thing I found interesting, our firm is uh, licensed both on the security side and the insurance side of things. Not all firms are, but we handle both. In the security side, we can never use the word guarantee. But on the insurance side, 
we can use the word guarantee because that is what the that's generally what insurance is providing you is guarantees that if A happens, B will be a result. So if if uh, you get into an accident like car insurance, if you get into an accident, they're guaranteed to pay for the accident minus whatever the the premium might be, etc. So on the insurance world, we can guarantee certain things, but in the securities world, which is what we're going to talk about in a minute we can't use that word guarantee. I've always found that, uh, it makes perfect sense, but I've always found that really interesting. Yeah, and I think we do a particularly good job when we're talking with our clients to make sure we separate that because we're talking to the folks about both different options. You need everything. You do, you wanna have a balance yeah. in your portfolio, right. your overall portfolio, you wanna have all things covered. Now folks, I wanna bring your attention to uh, the last half of the year, we talked earlier, in the first segment about our workshop taxes and retirement now let's focus on your favorite social security that one comes up thursday november the 4th at 6 30 tuesday november the 9th at 6 30 all in clemens at the broy hill go to thewealthguardians.com go to the events tab you can see the rest of our events for the year and register for whatever you like or maybe pick a couple and I'll tell you what I'm going to try to do. For that last Social Security event of the year, I am going to try to bring in our favorite walking, talking, living, breathing encyclopedia of Social Security. None other than Hamilton Morales. Ding, ding, ding. We've had him several years in a row now, and he's been a great success. Uh, I mean, when Bryce, when you guys stump Bryce and I on a Social Security question, that's who we turn to. That's right. He's the one that taught. He, we are both uh, certified with the National Social Security Association, and he's the one that we took the uh, courses from to get our certificates in that. Exactly. So again, Thursday, November the 4th at 6.30, Tuesday, November the 9th at 6.30, the events tab on thewealthguardians.com. Let's talk brokerage firms. Let's talk brokerage firms. So we talked now about the banking world and the insurance world. In the third world of money is the Wall Street world. And this is probably, I don't know if I want to say the most complex, but it is probably, what would I, what would be the word I'd use? The most common? Uh, most regulated. Most re okay. <laughs> That's a, most regulated. Um, yeah. You know, the, the brokerage firms in the old days were basically exactly what you thought of a stockbroker. You'd call them up and say, hey, I want to buy General Motors or Ford stock. And, you know, you, he'd buy 100 shares of that and charge you a big old commission for it. That's actually, that's how I got started. And things started to evolve over the years to where they started trying to do more holistic planning. We do financial plans, that kind of thing. And then they went into uh, what we call fee-based managed accounts. That, I think, has become the most popular type of program now. And it makes much more sense from my oh, point of view. Well, mine too. Yeah. You know, I mean, now you can go to the Schwab's and the TD Ameritrade's and trade a stock for virtually no commission whatsoever. Uh, I know there's a ton of ETFs that there's no commissions on. So that world has evolved a lot. Back in the day when I got started, a heavy, heavy trading day on the New York Stock Exchange was 100 million shares. Mm -hmm. Now it's in the billions. Yeah, that's nothing today. Yeah, it's nothing. So that for, that that side of the, of the uh, money world has changed immensely. And this would be the out of the three worlds, the banking world, the insurance world, and the Wall Street world. The banking world and the insurance world, you're not really taking a lot of risk or any risk. 
in those. It's the Wall Street world where all the risk resides, but it's where the biggest chance for growth also resides. And as you said, it's the most regulated because it has traditionally been in the past abused by certain unscrupulous people. We, we know some of their names from the news and whatnot. Uh, obviously, we're not, uh, we, we wouldn't categorize ourselves in that way. But this is where you can take a risk. And this is why you really need a financial planner is to help you balance the risk that you're taking with the protection so that you have the proper retirement portfolio, Doug. Yep, folks, you need money in all three of those different worlds of money, not just in one or two. Plain and simple, but you don't want to overdo it in any of them. So folks, if uh, any of that made sense to you or you sound like it sounds like you might want to talk with us about your retirement portfolio and making sure that you've got the right balances, all you got to do is give us a call 336-391-3409, 336-391-3409 and check us out on thewealthguardians.com. You can get more information about us there and as Doug said, you can look up uh, what our new seminars are for the second half of the year and sign up for any of those that you want to. Doug, I hope you have a great holiday weekend. What are you doing? Heading up to the mountains. All right, of course, at your place. Yep. Uh, I will be uh, throwing out some fireworks and having, uh, having some movies with the neighbors. Folks, you have a great holiday weekend. We will chat at you next week.